Well, folks, <laughs> tonight we're going to be talking about an abundance of things in professional wrestling. Uh, we got some musical cheers with promotion switching nights. Just like Impact is moving to Thursdays, NXT has yet to confirm for their uh, supposedly Tuesdays new reality show by the roads. No surprise there for me. And Andrade Cien Amis, a free agent. What is the best move for him? All that and more tonight on the Big O Belt Podcast. So let's get into tonight's episode now. It's Thursday, so it's time for another episode of the Big Go Belt Podcast. It's episode 310 tonight. I'm the host here, Two Chains, alongside of my guy, Hillman Mahoney. And under me is the giant crab, Jamal. Fellas, how you doing tonight? Under you? The <laughs> fuck? In the, in the screen. <laughs> Below me. <laughs> in the orientation of the live stream is hopefully the only way you are referring to that. <laughs> Oh man, how y'all doing tonight? I'm disturbed. <laughs> we got a lot going on this week. Like you said, there's some musical chairs going on and yeah. a whole lot of reality TV drama. So yeah. I think we're having a fun show tonight. And plus, we have the semifinals of the wrestling theme song tournament going on down tonight. So lots of action with your big gold belt group. That's right. That's right. Look. Yeah, we're going to start off talking about Andrade as he was rumored to be wanting to release all sorts of things that came out about that. Um, so we're just going to kind of uh, spitball here with uh, with this topic. But he's a free agent. It's a lot of speculation as to where he's going to go. There was a lot of speculation about him even being released in the first place, along with all the, the, the stuff with Charlotte and people were saying this and that. This is a whole bunch of rumors going around. Uh, but nonetheless, Charlotte has confirmed uh she hasn't confirmed because nobody even rumored it but she did uh she did tweet that uh she did test positive for COVID-19 and she was resting Andrade had some interesting tweets along with that um so it's just been a whole big thing but beyond that I, I want to focus really quickly on what do we think he should do in regards to him being a free agent where should he go where should he sign and ultimately, where do we see his career going forward? Now, him leaving WWE is obviously a big loss. He's a huge talent, um, good talent. Some of the best matches in NXT. Uh, the main roster thing kind of didn't work. The Zelina Vega thing was working, but then obviously that you know hit hit ahead. Um, and there was issues with 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 the character um, that really showed uh, came to came to light in the main roster that we didn't see NXT. That's just because of how the different styles of the show. 
Um, so think what you want. You could be really high on him. You could be really low on him. Think he still needs more improvement, whatever it may be. Um, but he's still a notable name. But uh, Jamal, I'll start with you. Uh, where do you see his career going uh, now that he's a free agent? Well, the question is, what does he want out of it? If he wanted money, then he could have just stayed in WWE. If he wants to wrestle, then he can wrestle anywhere. If he wants creative control, then that may be a little bit more of a tricky thing because what does he actually own as far as intellectual property? Will he just start completely over and come as a new character and ditch uh, his Mexican you know, past completely? Um, we don't really know. So the short answer to your question is, I really hope he goes to Ring of Honor. Um, I just think that he fits better with that roster. Also, I think he's about six months late to AEW, and I think the AEW is generally full. Unless there's somebody that they can't help but get it. Like, if Daniel Bryan says he has five matches left in him, then AEW should move heaven and earth to find out into a five-match deal. Andrade is that guy. So does AEW or Impact or MLW or New Japan need him? No, they'll live without him. I think ROH and Andrade would benefit mutually from that. And of course, with the ROH New Japan uh, deal that they have, uh, that is something that could be used to sweeten the pot as well. So uh, it, it really, really, really just depends on what he wants as far as the work goes. You know, does he want to? travel you know do 300 shows a year mm-hmm. or does he want to do you know 100 dates over the course of a year um you know i mean they, they, these are things you know these these are things and um obviously does he want to work with uh thea trinidad again you know she's definitely not pulling her holding her cards close to the chest could we see a reunion of them somewhere um you know who knows What's Charlotte's contract situation? Now, this is this is the furthest stretch, but if she has <laughs> two, three, four years left in her deal, is it is it far fetched that in two years he could just take indie dates before they before he she jumps and they go to New Japan together or New Japan and Stardom together? Yeah, maybe they both go to Mexico because AAA has unfucked themselves by now by then. <laughs> <laughs> and they're able to pop up there. Maybe she wears yeah. a mask. Who knows? Charlotte could be the next leader if they both go to Mexico. Uh, you know, so I, I really hope that he goes to ROH in the interim, but there's a lot of play over the next year or two. Um, also, also, and I'm not, I'm not sure of this, is whether or not he has his, to sit at home under the 90-day no-compete clause. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing some uh, people say yes. I'm seeing some people say no. Um, either way, whether he does it today or in three months, um, I hope that he pops up at in Ring of Honor just because they could use the rub and he can use he can be the big fish in the smaller pond. Yeah. Will, I want to repurpose this question. How's it going? Uh, Jilly Beans, 12, how's it going tonight? Um, the Charlotte thing. Yes. <laughs> Is there any possible chance that her leaving WWE makes sense or will ever happen? I tell you, you would have to think 
we know, I mean, they, you know, they already refer to her as the queen, but you know, damn well, that is kind of how they think of her, that she is the queen of that women's division, the queen of the new presentation of women there. And I'm sure they would throw any amount of money at her to keep her around. And never even mind that they're already throwing stuff at her. Like, uh, like we mentioned last week, the role in a uh, walking tall, and all this so they have a very vested interest in keeping charlotte around and keeping her happy as a homegrown talent there that heck she's never competed anywhere else she is part of from their system so i think it would take heaven and earth or a situation where she was just completely unhappy now lord knows like we were just saying there's all the speculation about does andrade have a 90-day claws on his thing or not how was he able to get released and there's been all kinds of speculation if charlotte was able to help with that given her clout in the company maybe she was maybe if it turns out it's really true that he got out free and clear and he's a free man today with no 90-day clause it might have meant maybe she did have something to do with that to be like putting her foot down and saying that she'd be unhappy if he was stuck here in the meantime she's definitely someone with some stroke around there so we may never know if that's true or not but it's not too often you see people who were, you know, active as recently as last fall being let go free and clear just like that. Yeah. So there's got to be a little something extra going on there. I would be shocked to see her leave unless there was just, you know, I think the only way it would happen is if there was like incredible bad blood. But if anything, I think they would bend over backwards to make her happy to keep yeah. her around. Yeah, I look. So a couple of things I want to say. <laughs> they would legitimately pull in my in my in my in my thoughts, and I, I'd be very clear to this in my personal thoughts here and feelings. They will pull a USC move, what they wanted to do with Conor McGregor, where they wanted to pr- provide him anything in order to say, and he says, "Y'all can't pay me enough. You need to make me a percent owner. This, the, mm-hmm. this is the only way that it's going to work." And Lord knows all forms of. Uh, things were shifted around to get this guy to even come back to fight again. And it would literally be exactly the same with her. I think there's no way in the world you're letting LeBron James leave Cleveland. <laughs> Unless you're a complete <laughs> idiot. But no, but seriously, though, I, I had a really good conversation with um, uh, Travis Hop- Hopkins, Hobson, uh, a big film critic in the, the D.C. area about this. And I think that uh, a lot of what he was saying, I, I agree with AEW, you know, coming around. Now there's different options for people and, you know, people want to go wrestle other people and, and and so on. But to me, what I think of when you think about being in WWE, you do get to do all the wrestling. She done did everything there. There's literally nothing for her to do. So everyone thinks like, well, now she wants she will want to go wrestle somewhere else. I think it's beyond wrestling at this point. Now that you've done superseded all expectations within the company, it's all about what can you do next for your brand and the Peacock deal and, and, and NBC, the possibilities there are limitless. And I know the caveat to that is like, well, if you go to AEW, then what about Warner media? And I get it, but we haven't seen that come just yet. I don't think someone who is, essentially working <laughs> a unionized job, uh, a, a unionized job outside of WWE, but like a, a standard unionized job or a government job who's been, who got, who's set for life with the utmost pay, with the endless possibilities of potential endorsements and so on, 
would ever leave knowing that comfortability when there's still so much unpredictability of the future of AEW. And it's again, it's really not to say that it won't happen, but why would she be the one to take that chance? What, 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 how and why? And then on top of that, the other big issue is that she she would go in as what one of their highest paid talent. But how does that work when you're working for wrestlers? You know, mm-hmm. when you're you're not working for just the man, but you're actually working for other wrestlers, something that she doesn't do now. She works for Vince. And I'm sure that communication with her and Vince is a knock, knock, I'm coming in. But for her, it may be all sorts of obstacles for her to be heard, to be valued the same way. Oh, look, 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 look what we got here. I we got the full house it. all of a sudden. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see yeah. it happening. Hello, no, Damien. And hello, uh, Marcellus. Welcome to uh, the party tonight. Party time. Party time. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Happy to be here. Damien, how you doing, man? Oh, yeah, that's how you doing. The mic ain't working. We can't hear you, man. <laughs> You're on mute. <laughs> um, still can't hear you. Uh, get we'll, we'll get that worked out in a second. But, no, I just think that Charlotte is just one that it, it just the wildest thing ever for her to do such and I just don't see it being by any means any benefit for her to doing so because I do not think she's at a point in her career where she's like I need to go to another promotion because I need to work this. There's so much draw in WWE that's making people come there to want to wrestle people wrestle people that is it would literally be no reason to go anywhere else. It, I, like I guess another wild card analogy would be like, if you had an opportunity to play for the Lakers right now, would you go there? Or would you take the chance and playing with Damien's favorite team, the Knicks, in the most <laughs> ever, just because at some point they may get better. So I just don't see it happen. Damien, now oh, you're are you, are you Are you comparing AEW to the New York Knicks? Because that's no, I'm talking about the possibilities. I'm talking about the possibilities of growth and expansion and potential. I mean, New York is a big market. Regardless how you look at the Knicks, they could be trash. Then people could still be fans of them, but they're eventually... And they're still the most valuable franchise in basketball. Mm -hmm. They're growing and expanding, though, right, Damien? They are growing and expanding. Always. Make the the playoffs this year. But anyway, I digress. Uh, In terms of Charlotte, here's my thing. Everybody who's thinking, oh, she'll, she'll go with Andrade or whatever the heck he winds up, she ain't going nowhere. She is legacy. She is going to be the 25-time women's champion by the time <laughs> this is all said and done. Uh, by the end I, of this show tonight. Probably. She'll win the 25th <laughs> title at least 10 times before they get retired. So I, I can't see her going anywhere. I know love conquers all, supposedly. But look, Andrade's going to make his money. You know, La Sombra is going to go probably to ML, you know, um, CMLL or probably back to like Ring of Honor, hopefully, and team up, you know, with Roosh and all them. But she'll be he'll be fine. She'll be fine. She's not going anywhere. I mean, what's what's the one dream match Charlotte can have in AEW? None, in my estimation. Thunder Rosa, maybe. But that's about it as far as like her going to AEW. Maybe Impact, but they don't have the money to to bring her over. So where else would she go? So I'm, I'm waiting. Where is she going to go? Acting? Probably not. Based on her promos. Oh. 
I'm just waiting for uh, Jamal to say that uh, Charlotte invented wrestling and took it away from uh, Stephanie McMahon. Once that happens, then, <laughs> then, then I'm good. So when, whenever you're ready to crown that, Jamal, go right ahead. That Charlotte invented wrestling. Can, can, I just say something, from Stephanie. can I say something really quick about the ROH thing? I keep I keep thinking that the ROH move for Andrade makes so much sense because they unloaded that ridiculous contract that they gave Marty Scroll. Which Thank goodness. essentially they had to make a deal to, to buy him out, whatever it may have been, or maybe it was avoiding his contract. Whatever it may be, it's gone. They can afford Andrade at mm-hmm. a good premium price, and it absolutely elevates the company. I'm loving it more and more as that idea um, is being thrown around. If you think it's- that Sinclair Broadcasting can't afford to buy a whole goddamn country, let alone <laughs> a wrestler's contract, True. This has never been about money with ROH. We know that their coffers are deep. They are a corporate, corporately controlled company. This, this is not yeah. an indie promotion. Yeah, it's just that Sinclair doesn't want to spend to you know on production. They don't want to spend on touring. They don't want to spend on a TV deal. And they're a goddamn TV company. Uh, so it's it's. I don't think it's the money. Um, but the, but I do think that it is about the work. Because if Andrade wanted the money, he would have stayed in Stanford if the, or he would have stayed at the Thunderdome. Um, I think Charlotte's getting to that point where what more can she do? Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to do anything else. She's paid. I mean, hopefully she saved her money, she, you know, diversified her stocks and all that. But what more does she need to do in the ring? She has nothing left to prove in WWE. So maybe... It may not be a, a dream match, but maybe this will be the chance for her to prove to herself that she is as good as she thinks she is by working many different styles with many different people. It may not even be. She'll never make the money that she's going to make in WWE, outside of WWE. That's full stop. However, if she can go out to TJPW, if she can go out to Diana, if she can go out to, well, maybe not Ring of Honor, but if she can go out to AEW, and put together some matches that involve the non-WWE her, whatever that looks like. And that may be intriguing enough that uh, she may want to make that move. It's, it's at the point now that you're not playing for the check. You're playing because you want to win. I, she, the money's already in the bank. You want, right. you have something else to do. And she's she's that's the level that she's at for reasons in WWE. And I hope that it does happen and then again if, if it doesn't then so be it you know i don't necessarily need john cena to pop up in impact <laughs> ask you the know, right just, people ask the right people and they say they will well ask the right people and, and you know hitler did nothing wrong but i'm just because people say this shit doesn't mean it's true uh <laughs> but the idea is you know it, it, things can just let where they lie if charlotte doesn't want to go anywhere else and be wwe for life then good on her. I mean, WWE really hasn't had a homegrown talent to come through on that level in in a decade. Yep. I, so, I, I again, I yeah. If if it's not money, I mean, it's it's clearly not about money. Money in the bank is there, right? Uh, and the checks are going to keep coming in. But working in the biggest promotion, constantly being f- featured on the Super Bowl of wrestling, at this mm-hmm. point now. What do you prove? And if somebody wants to work you, then get a contract and come here. And arguably, when we think about the top 10 of, of, of the best women wrestlers in the world, WWE 
without even thinking twice at 70% of them, without a question. And her going somewhere to work with one person, it does it can't happen. And I think like, you know, it's not like she's working. I mean, and again, if, if you're talking about interleague here, I mean, her going from Raw to SmackDown NXT, that's the only moves I see this happening. But I don't see Tom Brady going to the Canadian Football League just because he done swept everybody in the NFL. <laughs> and now he's like, well, I need to see, can I play with those boys? Like, no, bro. Might as well now. But it's not fair, though, because we know good and damn well that there's no other singular talent. I mean, it's, it's a team sport. So there's no other team in the world that's going to compete on the NFL level. So that's it. However, if Tom Brady wanted to play rugby, um, if Tom Brady wanted to play rugby and be like, yo, we're going to I'm going to do this because I know that I have I've done everything over here and I want to do something else and step into that world. And so be it. And I think that Charlotte. No, I'm not comparing her to Tom Brady. Um, my eyes. What happened? Um, oh, no. the you idea know, people is, just cursed, man. I swear. Was that a uh, snap somewhere you, I forgot about? You start talking about Charlotte long enough, you start to lose your vision. But yeah. the idea is, um, no, she's not Tom Brady, but in wrestling, yes, there are dream matches. There's no dream match in football. If you want to play football, basketball, baseball, or hockey, you come to America. Oh, there's dream matches in football. They no. have a great no, offense that, versus a great defense. No, but that, that's but that's the thing that like you if, if you were to make a dream match in football, it's not going to be a, a team outside of America. I mean, I, I mean, when I say dream matchups in football, it's a situational when you want the best. You want that team versus that team for stakes, not just regular season. Even sometimes regular seasons could be. Yeah, but I get what you're saying, though, but it's 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 not it's, it's, it's not technically a parallel here in the conversation. Right. So then, um, right. So. so that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you, you, you're saying that Tom, the, that Charlotte Brady is going to be the next. It's like <laughs> she's done all that she can do. Charlotte okay. Brady. Okay. No, no. And so yeah. let, let's wrap this conversation up by this. If Charlotte leaves, is to leave and go anywhere in the world, where's the dream match? Where is it at? Who do you uh, want to see her face? God. That's hard to say. That's Shoot. my point. So now we're getting somewhere. Because if, you, if, if it's now number one, I don't really don't care for Charlotte. But <laughs> if you were to say Sasha Banks or Bailey versus or Becky Lynch versus, you know, somebody, that's one thing. And, However, and I think and I think the, the, the situation is different with them because they still got more to prove. And it's like, I can see Sasha leaving at some point to raise her stakes to come back. Ultimately, too, if Charlotte decides to just hang it up, that top spot is absolutely void and everybody's going to run towards it. So... Yeah. The only thing I say about Charlotte, maybe the only thing that she probably could do is she left WWE. It wouldn't be a dream match, but it would be something for women's wrestling. Like maybe she just creates an all women's league or something like that or, or unit or unification, whatever she can to create that. Just kind of like what Cody did for AEW, but do it exclusively for women's wrestling. I don't think there's any other matches that she could probably put up against anybody because she is literally the top of the crop. <laughs> The only person I would have said it would have been against is now NXT, and that's Taya Valkyrie. So Mm. I I don't literally see no one now. Oh, no. I know this name might be controversial. This name might be controversial, but what about Charlotte versus Tessa? Where do you go for her? Where do you go for her? If if I was to pick a name, and once again, this is probably not going to be the the fan favorite, but I would say Britt Baker, and it's going to do more for Britt Britt Baker Baker. than it it does for Charlotte. Not even the best on that roster. Not even the best on that roster. 
But if you're Charlotte, why do you leave to go put over Britt Baker? You know, because otherwise it'd be like community service. Like, put people over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The thing, you know? Th- Thirty hours of driving before she can get her her, her, her permit. Wow. <laughs> well, well realistically, on the bumper. Realistically, if if Charlotte's going to leave anywhere, she's going to leave to challenge a title holder somewhere else. Yeah. So whoever that is, whatever that may look like, that's what she's going to do. So if it's Charlotte versus Hikaru Rashida right now, then that's what it's going to have to be because why would anybody else matter? Yeah, um, I, tell, I tell you, Charlotte moving, Charlotte doing that is light years bigger than what Kenny Omega is doing. Yeah. Um, however, light, to answer your question bigger. directly, um, Charlotte versus Tam Nakano would absolutely you know, burn the house down. However, if you don't really care about Japanese wrestling, then that's going to be, it's going to be polarizing. But you can't just say that like, well, oh no, Charlotte's, you know, why would Charlotte do this? Why would, I mean, Charlotte versus Jordan Grace would be a great match. Yeah, Charlotte be. versus Serena Deeb would be a great match. I would love for Sarah Del Rey to put on some boots again. Uh, but, yeah. you, know, they're, 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 you know, Jaguar Nakano would be great. You know, is, is Minami Toyota still working? I'm sorry. They don't stop wrestling in Japan. I'm sorry, Charlotte yeah. work anybody is a good is a good match. She's just that good. She I mean, can carry like, weight. Well, I mean, like, like, like first of all, <laughs> we're assuming in this hypothetical scenario that Charlotte's actually on the pedestal y'all putting her on. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way right now. Definitely yeah. is. Definitely, oh. definitely number one. Oh, we're, we're fundamentally <laughs> disagree that. N- number no, one. I will get no. Yeah, okay. Well, somebody just came back from Baltimore and there's a little bit of extra spice in that chicken box because <laughs> I, I don't I can't I can't think of one person in the blink of an eye who's better than her in WWE in the women's division. But Sasha we're not talking about Bailey. WWE anymore. No, no, we're, we're talking about if Charlotte no. specifically leaves. And yeah, and oh, yeah, assuming, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're but, assuming that if you put her on the pedestal, that hypothetically that she's worthy of this, uh, of this, that she can walk into any door and be the biggest person in the room, like she's a Lesnar or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're assuming that that's the case. It ain't the case, but we're assuming that that's the case. Where does what dojo does Charlotte walk into and go, "Yo, I want her," and that her for me would be Tam Nakano. For you, it would be Rosa. For you, it could be uh, Ali Cat. For you, it could be it could be whoever. But the point is, we have to assume first that Charlotte's that damn good, and I don't think she is. She's that good. She's oh. that notable of a name. And any place she goes into, everyone's going to instantly recognize her for her talent. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. She's absolutely a good performer to all metrics. There's literally Mm. no flaw in her Mm. wrestling at all. Mm. At all. So Jamal and and Damien, Damien's just talking Sasha because Damien knows how to avoid heat. That's all that is. (laughs) What? (laughs) He don't need the Sasha crew coming through. not at all. First off, long before all this Charlotte talk, I was driving the Sasha train when she was working up in the Northeast. So she was Mercedes KV. So no, let's not go there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Damien, for uh, saying the Hail Mary for the Big O Bell podcast tonight. The Sasha hate will <laughs> not be coming down the pipe. <laughs> let's get into our, uh, what are we on? Our uh, final four. Our finals. Our final four? Final four. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, now that we're here, we're probably going to need some music queued up. And now that Damien's here, you know, maybe we can get that queued up so we can 90 like, seconds, right? 90 seconds. We're going to do oh, 90 it's up to seconds. 90 seconds now? Yeah. 
Yeah, we got that final four. AK Black Sheep, the Usos done with that. Gang Girl theme, break the walls with uh Chris Jericho. Um, so 90 seconds this round. And if anybody has not been following, this is our 2021 wrestling theme song March Madness bracket where we voted on our favorite theme songs of all the professional wrestling. After we categorize them by different things. And we strictly are going off of the theme, not the entrance, not I love or hate for the talent, et cetera, et cetera. Just the theme music, all predicated to pro wrestling. So we're going to get this down to our uh, final two. Uh, our, uh, semi- our final four. Final semi-finals. Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. semifinals. So, yeah, let's get it. But real so quick, before, before we go, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Damien. I was going to say, before we go, we should say that the A-Kid track was a 16 seed, was it not? It was. It was a 16 seed. It, it's so been the dark it horse in this tourney. Mm-hmm. It's, been a, it's been a big one through this whole thing. Surprise. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the person that picks it knows what good music is. Who I mean, who do? <laughs> and, I wonder, and I was about to say, I wonder who had <laughs> votes right now in the Final Four. So I know, Jamal, you got after, Oh, after well, we're done voting, I want to know who picked who picked what. Okay, Don't say nothing now. We got some counter picking on purpose going on here. Gotcha. So we're okay. just going to leave it alone. So anyway, let's go. All right. Black Sheep is first. Hold on. Sway some votes. One way or another. An interesting change up. You blinded me. You stole my dream. You were my poverty. You had my feeling strong. I lost my mind. Cold hearted. You never close it free. Now I know I'm finally free. Ninety seconds. Wow. Okay, and that's Those going against the Usos. Get, get wild. Woo! That's uh, that was spicy. But all right, this one's uh, the Usos, correct? Down. Yeah. Done with that. Yep. yep. Uso Penitentiary. Uso. Let's welcome these folks to the Uso Penitentiary. It's not paranoia, it's the Uso 
Japan. This is gonna, this is gonna be tough. When you get this much of the song, when you get this so much of the songs, it changes everything. Yep. And that looping effect comes in. Mm. This is tough. This is really tough. As soon as you feel that creep, you about to skip put the sleep. It's not paranoia. It's a I tell you what, if I was a freestyler, I'm over here just jamming out and I'm just like, you know what? This this is tougher than I thought it was gonna be. That song is garbage. Well, we know crap vote. One intro. Looped it and then added some ad libs, and that bitch is a five minute long song. It's a are you it's an it's it's instrumental verse? It's an instrumental. They looped, they looped the intro. That is the laziest shit I've seen in a while. It's an <laughs> instrumental, and I think you're going to it's, it's the instrumental versus a complete song here. So, this right. this is this is literally going to be a whatever your cup of tea is here. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's the thing. If you if you're getting a cup of tea from this song, it's literally just a glass and steam. There's no tea in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we know who you got, uh, Will. That oh. yeah, the difference in those two is night and day. And given the extra time, it really exposes some things in both of those songs. The transition part in A Kid I thought got a little weird, but God, the, the Uso song just becomes a mess once you get up into that like 45 second range or so. Mm-hmm. I gotta go A Kid easily Ooh. on that one. Ooh. And I love the Uso penitentiary, damn it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sellers. I still think I'm gonna stick with the Usos. Um it's 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 still it still got me. I mean the A kid, like you said, the transition got a little theme. I mean the weird in that theme will, but I still gotta go with the Usos. Two to one. I mean you don't really gotta, but I mean if you like half half transition. I did. So so mm. I'm just gonna say as I've told y'all before, the A kid theme has has started to creep up on me and I've 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 liked it. Uh, even hearing the weird transition now, I still like it. So we're going to go with A-Kid. Ooh, Four to one. Yeah, I mean, I like the A-Kid transition too, but I do so's beat. This is just too fire for me. That's where I'm at with that. I can deal with all that. I, again, I get the structure of the song. It's, it's just the instrumental. So I'm cool with that. And I could imagine how terrible it could be if they got in there really started to rap. So yeah. I'm cool with them taking the safe measures here. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> one. <laughs> a 16 seed made the championship game. Wow. Okay. So next we got Gangrel and then break the walls. This could be yes, an interesting sir. matchup. Talk. Somebody's getting exposed here. All time classic here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
kind of forgot about those moans in the background. Yeah. Keep, it keeps the vibe the whole way through, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's that mm. same groove Ooh. the whole way. The whole way C- consistent. consistent. Mm-hmm. Our last entrant in the final four. Shout out to Jim Johnston, though. Truth. Waiting on that Hall of Fame. Waiting on that Hall of Fame call. Two good songs there. Yeah, definitely shout out to Jim Johnston. Uh, that man deserves all the credit for real. Like, yes. God. Yeah. Uh, I go first here. Yep, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Sir Chris Jericho. Ooh. One for Jericho. Gang round. Okay, we got an even split. I'm going to jump in right here. Gang, gang rail, I am with two. That just, it's, it, it, fits that ambiance it creates the atmosphere it's everything it nails what it needs to be as consistent gangrel for me easy hey does will comments suffice here it with your with your statement it fits the ambiance and sets the tone are you possibly thinking about the entrance here Uh oh is he doing a challenge do we have a challenge i mean but is he not because what ambience are you talking about it, the brooding the song. The, song. The, the song creates an ambiance. Okay, cool. okay. I got, I got, a, I got to go. I got to go. One, Dan. Could you see? And then I'll ask Damien this one to sway his vote. Could you see uh, um, Harlow coming out to the brood song? Ooh. Ooh. No. Okay, that's all I wanted. You may uh, proceed with your your pick. I'm going to go with Gangrel. Uh, I was leaning toward Jericho until that weird transition at the minute mark that totally made me cringe. Uh, I know we say we don't care about lyrics sometimes, but yeah, those lyrics killed it at the end. So we're going to go with The Brood and Gangrel. And now we'll make it 4-1. It was easy for me. Gangrel and The Brood's theme, um, definitely strong for me, consistent throughout. Yeah, sometimes less is more, and I think the quality of Jericho's um, uh, 
the uh, music in this particular video wasn't that great also. So if there were a certain, certain like nuances or something like that to pick up, I couldn't hear it because the quality just wasn't great. So it, it wasn't so much that the song was, was <laughs> that much worse. It's just the presentation wasn't great. All right. There you go. Final two. So we have we got, our final for next we got week. We got AK, AK getting ready to slaughter the brute next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so really quickly, let's bring the bracket back up real fast. Expand this all the way out. Yep, so who okay so i picked the usos and chris jericho here so i had two picks i went to who picked gang grill theme me i think you did that was me yeah okay now i just want to ask in full and if you can expand this as much as possible okay. if we went off of interests here in total oh oh, oh well you're changing the whole game now yeah that's a different tournament you, bro who would you see being a final four on, I mean, the, yeah, the final four here in entrances. For entrances? Mr. Yep. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Gangrel would be pretty damn high. The brood would still be high. Fire yeah, you gotta look at, you gotta look at those awesome. brackets now to see who's who's coming from what corner. Like, Ooh. I don't know, man. Shinsuke would Karrion be, Cross, Shinsuke like- and Bobby Roode would definitely be very, it was, it would probably Shinsuke there. I Fair don't think cool. A-Kid beats, beats uh, Bobby Roode if that's the case. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. And then from the the the, the uh, bottom left, I, it looks like it's going to be Baron Corbin one way or another. Um, I think, uh, where, where is Joe Hendry? I mean, does Joe Hendry get in this? I he think he is. does. Over mm-hmm. edge He's on the right hand side. He's on the yeah. east side. On the yeah. midwest side. Rather. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Joe Hendry uh, has a better interest in edge. Which is literally smoking and and you know strobe lights. Um, <laughs> now look, here's an interesting one. This, matter of fact, that whole side would be crazy because Rhea Ripley versus Karrion Cross. That's <laughs> a that's a brutal first round matchup. Brutal. Yeah, it's oh, brutal because they're both boring. I mean, like who cares? I also think Sue Young and Gangrel would also be an interesting uh, entrance uh, uh, competition. Um, yeah. Does Mister yeah. Anderson get some credit with his mic drop? No, 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 no. Hey, can I ask a question? His, is this music even on when he has the mic drop? No, uh-uh, <laughs> no, because you have him. And then, and then, I mean, on that bottom corner, I mean, it's Undisputed Era or Stone Cold or even Chris Jericho. I don't think be- Stone Cold still beats Jericho. I think Stone Cold beats Jericho when you take entrance into it. Ooh, but then you took talking then, about like crowd be, Yeah, because we're now we're talking about which entrance, like Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13 or Jericho when he debuted. Yo, Ooh. man. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, we talking Austin yeah. with the glass shattering behind. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like walking through exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. So. You got so many people that's not on here on this list for entrances too. Like I'm thinking about the Rocks entrances. You know, even probably. Hollywood Hogan and NWO. Nah, this is the people we voted you know. for, not just everybody. Uh, you know, definitely yeah, but, but, but the mindset will be changing. Like, we would probably put different people in the bracket in general. Oh, uh, we would never, that, we would never do it that way. That's why I said, like, yeah. just for what you see now, what would you change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what, how would you feel about it? So, what would your history would have gone a lot farther? <laughs> um, so, his, I don't re- actually remember his entrance, but I know the, the well, whole visual. He performs, he performs his entrance. So, it's, it's a concert, basically. Mm. And he has a different entrance for each show. All right, so let, let's talk about... Uh, let's actually talk about the thing I really don't want to talk about. 
And Uh-oh. that's the Cody Rhodes new reality <laughs> show here. Oh, God. Can't wait. Can't wait. I mean, here, here's the thing. There's not a bone in my body that's surprised here. Nope. I mean, not at all. And yeah, she did wax. And so she's about that reality show life. He's doing the little comedy show. And clearly they're in the pockets of Warner Media. Uh, and, you know, the idea that they came out to do everything with their pregnancy has been a presentation. Obviously, the cameras were rolling. You know, something was coming. Um, I have zero desire to watch it. And I hope that they do not try to make it seem like that show is by any means wrestling related, because I know that's what they're trying to do. The pull people in to knowing that you're just getting a Rose Kardashian combination blending smoothie on <laughs> TBS that I, you know what? I, I when you want to talk about ratings, I hope they start comparing that to like my 600 pound life. And we'll, we'll, then we'll have something to talk about. Another Ra- great show. Another <laughs> great show. <laughs> that's the, that's the war we need now here, but I don't know. That's my brain about it. What do y'all want to talk about? So I'll say this, you know, granted, I'm probably not going to watch the show. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I can see you are. (laughs) Okay, maybe a little. But still, the one thing that's even bigger than this, Mark, is Cody has really set out to do bigger things than he thought he would have ever done leaving WWE. He started Mm -hmm. his own wrestling promotion with with some of his friends, of course. He's He's basically became Mr. TNT. When you think about some of the top things on TNT, you think about basketballs, you th- basketball, you think about the movies that come on, their action movies or their drama movies. And then you think about Cody Rhodes and what he's doing. And Cody Rhodes is really bringing a brand on what he's doing for TNT. And who would have thought that when Cody left WWE, you know, that he would not only go through the independent scenes, create his own promotion and then have a reality show all on one network. You know, right. it, it, it's, it's still a lot that you could say as a businessman that he's doing things bigger than he ever thought he would do. And I have to give him credit for that. And that goes beyond wrestling. I, I, I'll yeah. say that that's not totally unforeseen. When he did step out in the Indies, when he did, that was monumental with the list and all that. That was that was yep. really cool. Then he worked all the promotions. He essentially did what the Hardys did and tried to collect gold everywhere, became a main staple everywhere. But even if he didn't do it, I mean, his wife was already connected in that, in that world. And all right. she had to do was pitch that, hey, I'm pregnant. Oh, cool. We'll, we'll we'll use that, and he's back in there. Uh, but the idea of you saying he's going back on and, and to do so, I mean, at some point, you know, the Rhodes name does have weight in in all of uh, entertainment, mm-hmm. and I think there would have been an opportunity of some sort. And I think with him living in Atlanta, the home of entertainment, uh, the home of TNT, and especially the home of a black entertainment, there's definitely an avenue that there was something he could have leveraged there as well. He could have been sitting at home in a nice house with the Rhodes name and doing whatever, and he would have had a show right next to Todd Chrisley. It just would have just happened. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll I, I say this, just in rebuttal to that, and I'm, you go ahead, Well, just in rebuttal to that, if it wasn't for the success that he had with AEW, I don't think it would be as big to what it has here. Because AEW I, has been very successful for TNT. I want to hear somebody else a- answer that. You think if he didn't have AEW that he couldn't mark the same success on the reality show or, no, or not, outside of wrestling? No, I don't think so. No. So you're saying, that his, you're saying that his wrestling 
is what's making these opportunities happen. It's the creative genius he has with wrestling that's opened up these opportunities. Because the thing about wrestling, it is part sport and part entertainment. And then that opened up the avenue where he's on that game show. Now it opens up the avenue where he had this reality show. So it opened up a lot of windows because he did things differently than what you see traditional wrestling companies do okay. on TV. One more other question. So how, how's the, how's, how is there a, a huge distinguish between what they're doing and what the Bucks are doing, Dan? I mean, everything that you have to think that essentially is powering AEW is coming from the heads of all of them. I can't just look at Cody and say he's the, the catalyst of all of this. The, the difference is the Bucks are, they only know wrestling. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything going on that isn't wrestling. Merchandise. Wrestling. Merchandise. No, but, but, but it's all tied to them wrestling, though. Okay. What, are they do, what are they doing that isn't involved with them wrestling? Brandy, like you said, she had the deal with Wags, so she's been mm-hmm. part of this world before. Cody is doing the stuff with the game show, with the Go Big Show, so mm-hmm. he's trying to step outside already. They're purposely trying to do other things. I think it was the perfect storm of Cody getting that game show, mm-hmm. Brandy having the prior experience with Wags, and from what I was hearing today, from all accounts, they filmed the pilot themselves. They they bankrolled a pilot and then took it to TNT and like, hey, look, we got this idea. And TNT is on board with it now. And so now it's going to happen. Apparently, it's going to be like a half hour show. So it's going to be very comparable probably to Ms. and Mrs. in that mm-hmm. respect. And I can <laughs> hear it right show. now, since they're, since they're tying in the stuff with the darn kid and everything, I can hear the line coming of, we built this brand and now we're going to build this family. I can, I can picture it. I can <laughs> picture it coming already. My concern is this. My concern is this. I can't disrespect the hustle hey money is money it's all good the biggest thing i'm looking at is i don't know if it fits on tnt that's just tnt is like supposed to be the drama network and like scripted dramas and it's not known for reality tv there's only one two things people care about on tnt nba Mm -hmm. and the return of the greatest show in law and order (laughs) see it's not like the bellas and being on E, where it's like they could plug that in after Kardashian reruns, and it it was perfect synergy. It fit mm-hmm. like that. The Miz being on USA, like you said, with Todd Chrisley and all that. It it fits with stuff they're already doing. Where are they going to throw this in there? And that's, that's, I think, the biggest hurdle it's going to have to overcome <laughs> is can it find an audience given where it is that isn't the AEW audience specifically because a reality show, this is aimed at women. This is this isn't for the wrestling fans. That's why those other shows worked is they're not aimed at wrestling fans. They're named at people want to watch those lifestyle shows. And these people just happen to be wrestlers. I don't know if Brandy can draw like that on her own. I don't know. We'll see. I guess the question that I would like to see answered is where will the taping start? Like how far back is the pilot shot? Was it, you know, were they planning to have a baby? And then meanwhile, Cody gets injured. Were they in talks with juggling? Like, obviously, everything that we see on TV had to have come from meetings and emails and everything else. So when they're talking about the Go Big Show, did they start the cameras then? Like, yo, this is too much. We should we should do a thing. Um, so and it will be interesting to see because between the 27 vlogs that everybody has in AEW, between um, – and Cody appears on more than a few of them. Between the 18-hour taping days for Dynamite um, on consecutive Wednesdays and Thursdays, um, how does he have the time? And then there's the media calls, the press uh, briefings, and all that good stuff. 
Um, and everything else that we see. So how does he have the time? There's not enough in the day. And a kid is coming. So there, it's going to be interesting to see what the narrative that, uh, that they're trying to craft actually shape up to be. Uh, because we, we live through what it was. But seeing what he actually went through to get there as we're watching the, the end result of that is actually interesting if they cover it in a documentary, you know, style of thing. Now, before you shake your head and shit on it, calm down. Uh, let me just say that, yes, it will probably not be that. And it will probably be more of like, you know, a, a traditional reality TV show. Where oh, I'm about to say they already showed a little snippet of it. Um, yeah, it, looks, what, what, it looks exactly like you think it is. Ugh. Yeah, Colorado but I think, front camera and the sitting on the couch and but, it, but it's a, it's a little bit more. I think it was a little bit more vague than that. I don't I don't think it was just like we need to buy a birthday cake and then the Kirk, the birthday cake was like cerulean and that periwinkle. <laughs> oh my god, my day is ruined. And like, that's like a five soon. episode arc. Like yeah. no, it wasn't that necessarily. It was like Brandy being stressed about her job and she has nine of them. Cody being stressed about his job and he has twenty seven of them. And how do they make that work? There is some intrigue there because Cody does do a lot to make AEW work. Look, how many episodes of this do we have to get? Because 140. I mean, it's right. be one here's season. the thing. Here's, here's why Total Divas worked. Because not one couple or person was interesting enough for one episode. Right. They had to get an ensemble. Yeah. Yep. And then Bella's work, they had to draw power, but they still had to bring in Big Shot Bob in there, who mm-hmm. is the ultimate draw. And then that obviously is not being right. watched at all anymore. So, uh, you know, they're going to have to do something. I mean, Shaq so, so is going to have to be on there. Shaq is going to no, have no, to be on fuck. there. No, Shaq is not going to be on there. You know who's going to be the real star of the show? QT Marshall. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the dog. Oh, the dog? <laughs> the fuck? No. The hell with that dog? No. QT Marshall. I, I get, give him a SAG award right now. Hey, next next we, subject. We, we're quick on our time. That's I can't there. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Somebody uh, tweet uh, QT and say we can't wait to see him on the show. This, this, can't wait this, to see him. This, this add Jamal when you do that. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, Noah Jamal and his predictions. If he's on that show, that would be the funniest thing ever. And I mean, as a feature, for sure. I, I'm that would be the- Because <laughs> QT is the wacky neighbor. I mean, if you've ever met him in real life, he's not that far from what you see on TV. And QT is kind of a dick. So <laughs> I, I think QT is going to be the wacky neighbor showing up at 3 a.m. looking to borrow like a, a, sure a, a, a one-eighth a spoon <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, you know, like say one-eighth. <laughs> one he brings his spoon over and says, yeah. pour it. Can you pour it here? <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's 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 talk about the news that came out today. Impact Wrestling has announced that they're returning back to their iconic night of Thursday, moving forth on what April sixth? Eighth. Can't remember. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah, okay. Eighth. So April eighth. So Impact is moving. The night takeover. Yeah, which I don't know why that's the week you want to do it, but hey. <laughs> but nonetheless, they're moving Thursday. There's been rumors that NST. It's also moving to Tuesday. So let's map this out now. Monday Night Raw is on Monday. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday will be... And in- NWA. Monday. Yes, I believe Power is on Monday. And also, is Elevation on Monday too? And Of, yes. of course it is. I mean, that's yes. the most important thing. Right. So Raw, Elevation, NWA, Monday. 
Well, Tuesday I mean, week. okay, so let's try to go chronologically if we can. Um, I believe NWA is at six. Uh, Elevation starts at seven. Raw starts at eight um, on the East and West Coast. Um, on Tuesday, you have uh, Dark, which is at seven. Uh, and then NXT, which would be at eight. On Wednesday, Dynamite is at eight. Quick but, question. Hold on. Do you think NXT stays at eight? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, because that's when primetime starts on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah, USA uh, could want it out of primetime. Yeah. Okay. I don't think okay. I don't think it would make much sense for them to start at a nine. Um, but unless they air it live from coast to coast, but that I don't think that's gonna happen either because six o'clock is not a sell on the West Coast. But um okay. so NXT on uh, eight o'clock on, on uh, Tuesday, uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. Um, then you have what is MOW air? Is that is that Monday also? Sorry. Um Wednesday, it is. isn't it? Isn't uh, it right before uh, like seven o'clock Wednesdays? I think. Let's let's go with that. I know it's before something. It's just before something. Yeah. It may be it may be Wednesday. Um, then of course Thursday is um, NXT UK. Uh, that will be a thing Thursday afternoons in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and then Impact later on that evening. And on- you know what? You just made me realize. I wonder what happens to their UK deal now. With them mm. moving to Thursday, because now they they were showing impact on Wednesday there, so I'm wondering does this now move that to Friday? I don't think I've seen that in the note. I'm going to quickly look yeah, see if they so, mentioned that at all. Oh, all right. So then, yeah. Um, let me just run through this real quick because I actually do have a calendar that a friend uh, keeps. Um, so Ring of Honor, they have a watch party on Honor Club. Uh, for what it's worth, and that's usually Monday nights at 7, and all these times are Eastern because I don't care where you live. Um, <laughs> Raw, of course, is at 8 o'clock Eastern, and then before that, you have Ring of Honor, not Ring of Honor, um, ROH at 7, um, and AW Elevation at, AW Elevation at 7, uh, Ring of, no, uh, Power at 6. On Tuesdays, you have Dark, um, and then NXT. Mm. On Wednesdays, you have MLW at 7, and then Dynamite at 8. Uh, mm-hmm. NXT UK, um, after the British switch over to summertime, will be at 5 p.m. Um, then, of course, New Japan, they upload whatever they're going to upload on their Roku channel. Um, that'll be a thing on Thursday. And, of course, on that will be the day of Impact Wrestling at 8 o'clock. Then you have uh, SmackDown on Friday. And usually New Japan Strong has been Friday nights at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Um, on on Friday, so it's 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 a week, you know, it's yeah. a week, and then of course, plug and play. Can't watch it live, if, if you can't watch it live, uh, Ring of Honor is does premiere right over, after right after Mash. Um, yeah, right, right after uh, Castle, um, or <laughs> rerun, and just before the um, uh, Bob uh, Emerald Lagasse Air Fryer. Uh, so, <laughs> As soon as the helicopter coming across the screen, you know it's time to go to bed. But right before you go to sleep, Ring of Honor is right yeah. there for you, folks. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about the U uh, about the um, the UK uh, deal when Impact is going to be showing. It's just strictly talking about access. So I don't know. Does that mean that they're getting the show earlier now? Whatever it may be. So I mean, changes are happening, and you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. I mean, ratings or whatever, whatever it may be, just gotta do what you gotta do. So. I don't know. Not, we'll we'll, we'll kind of see more developments of this. NXT has still yet to confirm, so we'll see. Um, so, anyway, as we're getting close on the time, I guess that means it's time to wrap it up with some lovely news of professional wrestling this week. 
that intro. I'll see you, Jamal. Thank you. In the field. Uh, (laughs) Reporting live. In the field. (laughs) Reporting live from uh, Chinatown. (laughs) Wow. If we can not give locations out, that would be great. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll fix that in post. uh, So we'll start with the news today. Uh, uh, Rob Van Dam, uh, congratulations. He is the newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Along what it's worth. Yeah, so so good on him. Uh, he goes into the hall with uh, Bischoff, uh, the great Kali. Uh, now it's RVD. I know I'm missing two more. Molly. Molly Holly. Molly Holly was the first Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a pretty decent class. And then it happened on April 6th, which is a oh. Tuesday. But also, also, I just wanted mm-hmm. to, because I think a lot of people didn't realize too. Is, 2020 inductees are going in this year as well, too. So you have 2020 yeah. and 2021. And Batista has not is not going in this year because of other obligations. I'm going yeah. to guess that obligation is Thor. Maybe some filming of that. Either way, yeah, I'm sure. He, he said it came to an agreement, so he will be at a, a later date. So yeah. um he cannot attend. So yeah. We'll push it down the road. Yeah, and, and and again, I can't stress enough. Congratulations to Molly Holly. That is an unsung hero in in mm-hmm. in, in WWE. There. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not, I mean, they, they all actually deserve it. Um, which is interesting because Booker T on his uh, podcast oh, oh, slash, boy. slash radio oh, show. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so Booker T says, and I quote: "I'm not saying take the oh. Hall of Fame induction away." I'm just trying to figure out the criteria. Oh I'm my, trying to what? figure out where we going here and where we going in the future. How do I get a vote? Can I get a vote? Should I be able to weigh in on who gets in and who doesn't? Some guys are honorees as far as the Hall of Fame goes. They've oh. done so much for the business, so you immortalize them. Being in the business, some people get in for certain reasons, and that's why perhaps Bischoff is getting in. Can't take any way, anything away from what Bischoff did. Uh, he did me right by his by my Howard career. He made sure that I was protected. But I have nothing but love for uh, Eric Bischoff. I'm just trying to figure out what criteria is needed to be in the Hall of Fame from a working perspective. <laughs> how, how much more? How much more news you got? A lot. Okay. <laughs> I got, I'm going to jump in I, here real quick and I, say one thing directly to Booker T. Booker T, the criteria to get in the Hall of Fame is the same criteria that put that crown on your head when you're <laughs> King Booker. Booker. It's the exact same criteria. Booker. Booker. I am starting to think that Uncle Booker T is hanging out with Uncle Shannon Sharp right now because he's going off the rails with these comments. Man. Oh, no. Skip. 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 <laughs> Oh man, that's a that is a hot take right there. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, but but to his point though, I do think that the Hall of Fame needs to be legitimized, so to speak. I would love for it to be an actual building. I don't care where it is. But if Has WWE talks about that, yeah, down there was a uh, down in the people, uh, Universal. Yeah, they're um, talking about Florida for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would make sense since NBC has such a hell of a stake in WWE now that maybe they can get in on that Universal deal. I'm just saying, you heard it here first. NBC, Comcast, Universal, Harry Potter is buying WWE. <laughs> if it doesn't happen in 10 years, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, because I, because Vince would be in his mid-80s by then. I can see when, when Health is doing this, 
that the stakes is going to do this and everyone's going to go crazy. I can tell you, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that got money that's ready to throw some. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody as wild as something like Microsoft was like, we got money to blow. What's up? Or Apple Apple don't have that much money. But like somebody like Microsoft is like, hey, what's good? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of speaking of NBC, Universal, Harry Potter and Peacock, um, apparently. And I feel bad for whoever the poor bastard is. They got to go through this. Seventeen thousand hours. (laughs) Of WWE Network content to search for things that are considered problematic by today's standards. Now, <laughs> well, just throw the whole ad to there, array. Right. So it's Might basically well. going to be most of the stuff John from like Cena. the 50s and 60s, and then you fast forward to like uh, WrestleMania 21. <laughs> um, so, All those um, DX skits gone. Oh, oh man! The Katie Vick we know, thing we know, gone. We know the one that's definitely gone. We know the Stephanie one McMahon. Gone. Get her out of there. Get her out of there. Uh, Sable, does the hand stay? Can the hand stay? Sable, no, it's Sable never had a career. Get her out of there. Sable doesn't exist. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or or the or, or the cat. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. Erase ECW. Yeah, yeah, done. yeah. Marvelous done. Mark Merrill too. Get him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did look. I did look. Get him out of the hole. Save the hole. The God is gone, bro. Nah, they got to go. Hey, uh, soon as they like, what's this gimmick? Uh, nope. It's like every no, show you no. on, get him out. Of- a pimp and a porn star are a tag team. We just going to hit the delete button on this whole damn segment. The whole year is gone. It's all gone. Oh, no. Why is Raw 27 minutes back in 19... Uh, you know what's crazy, too? You know what's crazy, too? The Rock will even be questionable in certain situations. And they could never do that because that's their selling If they have here. any affiliation with any pie manufacturers, it's a wrap. Get it it's out of here. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, yep. see? He's trying to get us canceled. Yeah, Marcel's there you trying go. to get us canceled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... One thing is in particular, and I don't remember this because I didn't, I don't, I didn't watch it at the time. Uh, Roddy Piper painted half his face brown black. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, for a match at WrestleMania six, and that was you know early, early, early on. Vince um, McMahon, of course, said some things, and Booker T wanted to know if he actually said that. Um, it, there's just oh. there, there's a lot um, in the in the history, the fifty year history of uh, um, they, but and. That will lead to another in-depth conversation about where do you draw the line? Would you rather see them just add disclaimers that say, like, no, yes. this is the content as Got it stands. Um, this is not what we stand by today. But in the moment, this aired on television. Here it is, uncensored. Uh, ECW's Heat Wave 99 is arguably one of the greatest promos in history. However, <laughs> you can't air it on TV today. Hey, is that the Delis? Is that the yeah. Deli Boys one? Oh yeah, no, Delis versus everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. that's everybody. Awesome. That I, checked last, well. I checked last night because they do have ECW barely legal up there right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. I checked last night and pulled that up because the end of that there. show <laughs> has Terry Funk bleeding out excessively. That yes. is there, so they don't have mm-hmm. a problem with blood. I think oh, they're yeah. more concerned with content as far as you know racial content and probably yeah. verbiage stuff like that but blood they don't care blood oh, yeah, fine. yeah the, the, the vast like transit a- incident is fine but <laughs> the hose gotta go 
<laughs> the poor hoes. As soon as they hear that theme music, they censor the whole thing. The whole screen just go black. They're like, ah, oh. yeah, it's just black. <laughs> and he, he yeah. disappear in the ring afterwards. Yeah, like just, why was why was right to censor feature so much? Uh, funny. <laughs> They're their new favorite gimmick on Peacock. <laughs> the safest thing to do. Right. Um, so we talk about Impact and how they're switching over to Thursday. That will be April 8th. Um, and according to the Impact press release, it will feature uh, Kenny Omega, uh, who is the AEW World Champion. And, with the Good Brothers. Right. With the Good Brothers, Carl uh, Anderson and Dark Gallows in a six-man tag team match versus the current Impact World Champion, Rich Swan, proud of Baltimore. Um, the former World Champion, uh, Eddie Edwards, and former X Division Champion, Willie Mack. Uh, should be a decent match. Uh, and, you know, before the impact starts at seven, the show starts at eight. So uh, good on them. But also takeover starts at eight. So. Oops. Um, but that'd be interesting to see what happens going forward. Uh, if you've noticed that in the rebellion, they needed they needed to do it that early because they're still booking for the pay-per-view, which I believe is the 25th um, of April. And that's rebellion, uh, which obviously has a little uh, Greek letter Omega in the in the logo some damn where, um, which is interesting. They won't do it, but I would love to see Rich Swan as the AEW champion. Man, I, I don't want to talk about that right now. That's another thirty minutes. We'll, so. we'll we'll go we'll go down that road a little bit later. We have a month to the pay per view, but that's the thing that nobody's thinking about them doing because it's so crazy. It might actually work. Look, hold um, on, hold on. I just want to plug 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 the content real quick. Wednesday, doing an hour show with Miranda of the Cheershot.com talking about that 30 minutes. I said hour, 30 minute show. You said hour, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 30 minute show on Wednesdays uh, talking about Impact Wrestling. And I will say that I have lobbied that idea, but there is not enough conversation about that. And it is the craziness that needs to happen. And if it goes the other way, everybody get your hammers, get your nails, because we're getting ready to seal that casket. Because Impact is done after that. If they let this man go in there and clean up shop like that, that is literally inviting somebody off the street to say, yeah, you can have my girl, not a problem, and let them go away with it. You just do nothing. Wait, it is a what? backyard. <laughs> it, is, it is a robbery if they let them do that. So well, here's, here's we'll, we'll talk thing. about that. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Um, Impact the rub from AEW really hasn't sustained it. Yeah, no. it's the, the ratings haven't been great. The ratings have basically fallen back to pre AEW numbers, which were not great. They're the top, barely in the top 150 um, as far as it comes to shows and uh, their, their ratings. So honestly, it's kind of like, what are they really doing? And we've been saying this the whole time, AEW, I mean, not AEW, but impact needs to get something out of it. Um, as far as what they are putting into it. Um, sure, Kitty Omega's on their show, but he's not bigger than Impact itself. So they're going to have to do something else. And obviously, where's the women? Would love to see that women's division make it over to Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. It's not a far drive. Come on, Deanna. Deanna versus Sheeta needs to happen. But that's a different conversation that we'll, we'll have to have later on. Um, either way, speaking of the women, uh, Thunder Rosa, she was supposed to be in a match in June for Warrior Wrestling. Um, that's June 5th in Chicago. Uh, she can't make the match versus Callie Ray. A shame. But she will um, have to uh, bow out of that match due to her obligations with the NWA. Uh, it's funny that she was able to make this match and then not realize that 
oh, she's actually signed with the NWA. Um, so it, hey. if you're a fan of Callie Ray, I don't know who they replace her with, but uh, that will obviously have to happen. And they do have some time before June 5th. I think you brought happen. up an interesting name. Oh, Tiana? yeah. I mean, no, uh, Tiana. Tiana. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a Kylie Ray batch, so I don't, you know. Wait, um, so Kylie Ray's back? I didn't know if Kylie Ray was back. That conversation for another time. Oh, She's back no. She ain't back yet. <laughs> okay. Talking about June. No, yeah, she, she has you. until June to flake on the match. So, um. <laughs> and Thunder beat, beat her to it. Who would have ever bet those odds? Well, Thunder has a job, so there's that. Um, Keith Lee. The interesting tale of Keith Lee continues. <laughs> uh, he tweets earlier today. And I quote, never, ever give in. For all that you wish for, fight. Big capital letters. The picture that accompanies this is Keith Lee in the ring versus Retribution, it looks like. And he's teaming with Strowman and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. And it's an odd um, picture taken from a screenshot of a cell phone. I don't know if he's watching this on the network and just picked a moment where he's looking badass and decided to tweet that out. But also the words of never, ever give in makes me think that it's not necessarily a health issue. This may be a contract issue. Do remember that Keith Lee um, has been having issues with the trademark for his name. Um, WWE tried to trademark his name. They need his signature on that for him to sign it over. He never did. Mia Yim uh, had similar issues with the same uh, trademarking rights to her name. Uh, she never signed that name over as well, as far as I know. And so, became a new person, so... Exactly. I reckon she did. I reckon she did. <laughs> I, I, see, I see what you get there. Um, so it will be interesting to see what happens with Keith Lee, because if it's not for medical reasons that he's cleared, and he's not saying that it is. You know, this isn't the, I'll be back and see you down the road, gotta make sure I heal up this whatever. He's saying, I miss y'all. I'll let y'all know soon with what's what. Fight for all that you wish. Uh, for all that you wish for, fight. He wants something out of this. And we don't know right. yet what that is. Yep. And obviously, the uh, the innuendo is pretty spicy. Um, it keeps me to AEW confirmed. So, a Ring of Honor. <laughs> they're having a 19th uh, anniversary episode. They will, uh, they're able to get into the club. Uh, they're not able to drink yet. So, you know, good on them. Uh, Jay Lethal versus Roosh for the World, RH World Championship. And, of course, the Mexican squad versus Shane Taylor promotions, uh, which is just the most ridiculous tag team ever. Um, and in the six-man uh, championship match, uh, you have Tracy Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams versus Kenny King in your uh, Ring of Honor TV match. So, and, and, some, and you know, Dak Draper versus Gresham, pure wrestling uh, match. Championship match and uh, Titus and Williams versus King and Bestia versus for uh, the ROH championship match. And then there's a few others. It looks like it's an interesting show. They're having a pre show at 8 o'clock. I think the regular show starts at 9. So if you have Honor Club, it's free. If you don't, uh, you're going to have to look online to see how much that's going to cost for you. But, you know, ROH pay per view, 19 years. I mean, it didn't seem like they were making that long, but good on them for that. Uh, the last thing before I run down some of the other events happening this weekend, uh, AEW is having a house show for the first time ever, which is odd because they said that they really didn't want to run house shows because there's no point. It's not on TV. 
Uh, and yet here we are. If you want to go to the show, tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can call 904-633-2000. Who the hell is calling for tickets nowadays? Or email. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. at the, the dates are April 7th, a Wednesday for Dynamite, and April 9th for the house show. It uh, The combo ticket price for both shows are 40 bucks plus, plus fees. It's interesting because you're getting a show on Wednesday and a show on Friday. And, of course, the Friday show is... Um, is that the... No, actually, TakeOver isn't that night. TakeOver is Wednesday and Thursday. No, it's against SmackDown. It's against SmackDown. Um, SmackDown is Friday. And SmackDown and then, is taped, so it's not a live show. That's that's the yeah. idea here that they're going with. What's weird yeah, to me is... The Hall of Fame is Tuesday. Right. Hall of Fame is yeah. Tuesday. It's, it's the night SmackDown's on Fox, and SmackDown will already be in the can. So there's not like a live SmackDown that night. Yeah. What's yeah. weird to me with them trying this WrestleMania weekend is Jacksonville is quite a haul from uh, where uh, they're doing WrestleMania at. They're talking like like a three-hour difference or so. Well, don't worry about it because they're not even going to think that out because it's the same logic of the folks who thought when you were in New Jersey for uh, (laughs) Russell, I mean, when you were in New York for uh, um, our WrestleMania weekend, that you Mm -hmm. just thought that you mysteriously just going to jump the pond and just end up in, in New Jersey just like that. Just remember, that, folks. Well, I mean, that happens if you know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, and how many people didn't? Well, that's so. a different problem. <laughs> Same I mean, thing in New Orleans, where people were just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to the the indie shows right, right, right there," and you had to go a whole hour and some change in order to get to certain yeah. locations for one. So, well, I mean, the difference between Jacksonville and Orlando, or no, or Tampa, is yeah, about three, three and a half, three, three and a half, half, half hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a trek. It, it's it ain't close. However. I think it is interesting because we don't know what the car is going to look like. It doesn't matter if all these indie talent are down in Tampa for their shows because the collective will be happening that weekend. Uh, WrestleCon will be happening that weekend. And all of that stuff is going to be going on. It doesn't really matter what they're doing if AEW is just using in-house talent anyway. So I wonder if this is, or the house show at least, is for a special project. You know, maybe, maybe they're trying out a different set. Maybe they're trying out different camera angles. Maybe they're they can't do a rough draft with Dynamite because it's live and it, well, it's the television show. They can't really do it with Dark because it's it's established as a thing. But maybe they can get creative with a show that will never air. You know, Video and, game footage. Uh, yeah, I mean something because it's not for yeah. television. So yeah. it, they could they could experiment with whatever they want from a presentation standpoint, and it not matter. And then they can just call, you know, 12 guys up to have six single matches and give everybody a two-hour show. Um, but then again, it could be the MD Showcase to kind of catch those people that aren't invited to shows. Like, hey, Tony Deppin, you're going to be in Tampa, right? What are you doing Friday night? I mean, this isn't something that's not far-fetched. To say, like, like, hey, well, Jordan Grace, what are you doing Friday night? You can be back. It's only three and a half hours. You can be back down before midnight. Uh, so it, it, I think it's I think it's quite interesting to see them um, pulling it off. And it doesn't even matter. Smackdown, Smackdown's whatever. Um, the indie shows, whatever. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, speaking of other shows that are happening this weekend, of course, we talked about ROH and having their 
anniversary show. SmackDown, of course, is live. Also on Friday, uh, Progress is on Saturday, Chapter 107. Uh, you have uh, Sakura Genesis uh, 2021 from New Japan. Time Bomb Pro Wrestling from beautiful Fargo, North Dakota. Um, they're having oh. a show on the 28th. Um, it's a no rules, no ropes match with Dominic Guarini and Odin Vibe, I think. That's going to be very interesting. Um, H2O Wrestling has a benefit to Derek Holloway. That's on the 28th, which I believe is this Sunday. Um, and then, you know, Raw on Monday, uh, Elevation and the rest of it uh, starting next week. It's, you know, it's going to be interesting. And, of course, as we go on to WrestleMania, we're seeing a lot more indie shows pop up related to um, the events in Tampa. There's some events in Orlando. And it, it's it's going to be too much to cover. But what I'll be doing, of course, over the next few weeks, as we are now like, you know, two weeks away from WrestleMania, is compiling all of these things. And I have a big rundown for you uh, just before the WrestleMania things uh, kick off. That's the news for this week. Well, then that means that's the end of the show for this week. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got anything else y'all want to add for tonight before we roll out? Good. No, I'm good. I just hope they don't add Charlotte to the Bianca Belair versus uh, Sasha match. That's I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, she's getting to add to anything. It's the Asuka and Rhea match. You know, can Asuka just get her own love? Like, come on, man, her own <laughs> moments. Always got to involve Charlotte in these damn things. Let Rhea and Asuka have their moment. Damn. I can't wait for Charlotte to show up and, and start him. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be it's going to be a good time. It only works if they need, try to expand, and that's the person that they send as their ambassador because she's the draw. Your best talent, you send them. Uh-huh. I thought the draw was Tessa Blanchard. All right, that'll do it for the night, folks, <laughs> and uh, we'll catch well. you next week. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in.